Coruscant mornings can be just as dangerous as Coruscant nights. One minute you're having pleasant dreams, the next your whole world is turned upside down. Alright, you're playing John Shondagus. Tell me about John. John Shondagus? Yeah. Um, okay, first, is it John spelled J O N or is it John with like an A U? It's John. John. <laughs> it's spelled J O N. Okay. But that's not how John Shondagus pronounces it. <laughs> so, John Shondagus was a construction worker. Uh huh. He just got laid off. Okay. So he's been he's just been home kinda farting up the house for a while. Great. So let's make John Shondagus a heavy. John Shondagus is gonna be real tough. Oh yeah, he's tough. Yeah. You ever see uh Total Recall? Yeah. When uh Arnold Schwarzenegger is just standing there with a jackhammer. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's that's John Dawkins' job. <laughs> like a slow motion. <laughs> yeah. Just all oiled up. Yeah. You know, construction oil. Yeah, you go. Well, I mean, you don't want to get sunburned. Uh, you want to spend the last 25 on skills? Sure. And this is yours to draw Sean Dawkins. Yeah, I got you. Sean. John Sean Dawkins. John Sean Dawkins. Oh yeah, he's a melee brawler. John Shondagus needs a new job. He needs something to occupy his time. Okay. He's been laid off, been out of work for about two Earth months. Can you roll this? Yeah. One light. Okay. Starting out with two lights. So John Shondagus has been out of work for a few months? Two months. Two months. Yeah, he got uh, he got canned. From uh, Future Forward, Future Forward Galactic. Yeah, Future Forward Galactic. Uh huh. Yeah, it's gonna just be Future Forward Galactic. Future Forward Galactic. Well, that was the the construction company. When there's traffic in this area of Coruscant, yeah, everybody blames Future Forward Galactically. Yeah, well, Galactically. <laughs> Future Forward Galactic. <laughs> yeah, so. John Chondagas lives in a not-so-nice area of Coruscant. I mean, it's not like high crime or anything. It's just not nice housing. old, old yeah. area. He lives in, like, the oldest portion of Little Onderon. Yep. So, yeah. Don, John, John Chondagas. I'm not going to get this right. John Chondagas. John Chondagas lives right off Fonda <laughs> Avenue in Little Onderon. Okay. And Future Forward Galactic has bought up a lot of properties and is raising them to the ground to build apartments. Yep. And they all look the same. Yep. They're they're ugly and they're cheaply made. They're cheaply made. They all have this sort of fake retro future thing going on. And all the young people with money are starting to move in. Yeah, John Sean Doggis is not too happy about this. Yeah. John Shondagus lives in one of the smaller apartments right off of Camp Road, and it's got a nice little garden in the back that the apartments in that square all sort of tend together. Mm -hmm. And Future Forward Galactic is trying to use some leverage to get the apartment complex that they live in right now. 
John Sean Doggis is not into that. He's not, he's never going to leave. <laughs> yeah. You know, he was once a, a gainfully employed worker for Future Forward Galactic until the incident. Now he he never liked him, but after they, they fired him, he doesn't want anything to do with them, and he's not going to give them an inch to take this neighborhood away from the people that were born here. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do for the next three <laughs> hours. <laughs> uh yeah i don't know either okay um john john Doggis wakes up in the morning to the loud construction sounds of the ffg building that's going up in the block adjacent to his what's john's morning routine john doesn't have to get up too early so he gets up and the sun is up uh yeah it's not early. as up as it can be when you're basically underground yeah exactly you know, he's he's got a dirty white shirt. Probably been wearing it for about two days. Some boxers. Throws his bathrobe on. What does John look like? John Chondogus is a red Nikto. He's probably like late forties. Just red skin. Got some little horns. Yellow eyes. And uh, yeah, dirty shirt. Boxers and a bathrobe. Okay. What's his apartment look like? It has looked better. He lives alone. The shades are kind of pulled down. There's not a whole lot of light coming in. Kind of some the dust modes are floating in the air. Mm-hmm. Carpet. Oh, yeah, there's some carpet. There's some uh, just like trash and beer bottles and stuff. It's two floors. It's nice for this area. Mm-hmm. As he walks down to the first floor, he notices something different. His front door has been broken in and it is even messier in his living room than usual he says oh you gotta be kidding me (laughs) (laughs) now what this is all i need you want to take a look around yeah he runs to the door to see how it was broken in it looks like the mechanical lock was jimmied (sighs) i don't know how i slept through this that's great so the drawers are pulled open and stuff is everywhere my stuff crying out loud John's old VHS tapes and stuff are just scattered around the living room. Oh, my VHS! I love this one. I'm gonna watch this later. You notice that something's missing. No, it couldn't be. It's a family heirloom. My family heirloom's missing? What is his special thing that he keeps wrapped up in a box in his dresser on the first floor? It's not so much an heirloom. It was a very valuable meteorite. Okay. And he was planning on selling it, and he was going to retire, because it's very valuable. Yeah. And... It's made of a very rare metal. Without that, he's going to be in big trouble. Yeah. He might have to sell his place. Yeah. This is bad. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well... He's tearing the place apart to see if they they dropped it or something. He doesn't find that meteorite. Whoever stole my meteorite is going to (laughs) die. They're going to die today. Why don't you do a perception check? You have no perception, I don't think, but... John Shondagas has not left this house for about a week, and uh, he knows where every cup and every plate that he's placed in the past week is. If something was out of sorts, he's going to notice. Yeah. All right, so you're rolling two greens. Okay. A blue. Two black, or two purple. Let's make it one purple. He failed with two advantage. Okay. John doesn't notice anything obvious, but right outside the door, there's a single boot print. He uh, runs to the outside of his house, uh-huh. gets down on all fours, and looks at the boot print. 
he kind of tries to smell to see if he can smell a trace of, uh, <laughs> oh, they're going to die. I'll get them. <laughs> what do you want to do with those advantages? He does think he smells something. What does he think he smells? Oh, it stinks. I think this guy stepped in something. There's, there's something kind of gross in the footprint. Just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> and it, it stinks. Okay. You know what it smells like? What it smells like? Fertilizer. Yep. And he's spread some fertilizer before. He's done a little landscaping. Yeah. And where where's the fertilizer from? Well, he's done some landscaping because they've got a little garden in the back. So maybe they came through the back? Well, they broke in the front. Okay. It must be one of my neighbors. It's gotta be. We share the backyard, right? Yeah. So it's like a little little square. Oh, they're they're dead. I'm going over there right now. I know just the one who probably did it too. So you go through your house through to the the back door. So let's say you got a little sliding glass door in the back that leads out to the back garden area. Right. What's the little garden look like? What are you growing? Probably um, some japorsnips. Oh, uh, some japorsnips. Yeah, you know japorsnips. There's like some pepper and onion type things. Is a tango melon. Tango melon growing on the ground, mm-hmm. some vines. There's some stuff that is kind of dead, but he's hoping it's going to come back. There's some elder vines growing up the side of the building. Yes, there are some elder vines. Uh, yeah, they kind of move a little bit. Yeah. They, they like wiggle. Mm-hmm. Which neighbor was it, do you think? It's probably this old lady. Her name is Tamari, but they call her Tammy. Tammy. Tammy, Tammy probably did it. Okay. Because uh, she's always snooping around watching all the other neighbors so it's probably her tammy is an aqualish yep she's got sort of a seal face with the butt chin kind of thing yep hairy maybe a couple extra eyes but it's something you never really want. you can't really ever tell if they have extra eyes because it changes from movie to movie tammy might may or may not have extra eyes okay and she has the apartment directly across from you yep. her entrance is actually in the alley between the buildings John, Sean Doggis, marches right out there and pounds on Tammy's door as hard as possible. Almost tries to break it. Uh, a couple seconds go by and you hear some noise from inside. What? What's going What's going on out here? She answers the door. Oh, John, to what do I owe this pleasure? Where is it, Tammy? I don't know what you're talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. You broke into my house last night and you, you took... He took it. Somebody broke into your house? Somebody broke into my house. Yeah, I've heard this before. No, come in. Come in. Just come in. Just come in. All right. All right. Let me take a look. You walk into Tammy's house. Take your shoes off. Come on. Take your shoes off. It's gross in here. I'm not taking my shoes off. (laughs) Take your shoes off. You're going to soil the carpet. Fine. Fine. He's got like big untied boots. Mm -hmm. Um, Like worker boots. Yeah. You walk into Tammy's apartment. The front area right in front of the door is an old oaky looking wood and the rest of the apartment is carpeted with sort of a mauve carpet you see you look around one of the walls is a deep green accent wall and there is lots of art on the walls portraits of aqualish children with very large eyes Mm -hmm. tammy's got a little glass coffee table in front of her very stuffed sofa and there's doilies on the back of the sofa She's got this sort of the same setup as you, except kind of mirrored. Mm-hmm. And around the corner is the sliding glass door into the garden area. And looking around, you see that the glass on the glass door was broken inwards. 
oh man, I can't be in here. It makes me dizzy. It's backwards. <laughs> Just look, they broke in and they took my collection. What'd they take? They gotta come up with a name for it. I know what they took. A bunch of porcelain babies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Little babies. They took my babies. And hey. she points to a glass case that is empty and the glass is broken. Who would even want these these those things? They're precious. Yeah, well, it's nothing compared They're to They're worth a lot of money. Yeah, well, something was taken from my house and that was worth a lot to me too. What did they take? That's on a need to know basis and you don't need to know. You're so mean, John. This yeah. is a terrible situation. What are we gonna do? Well, uh have you called the the police yet? Who who clones? I don't do nothing. The clones they'll do something. They'll look for the bad the these bad people. You know what? I'm I'm gonna take this into my own hands. I'll I'll figure this out. No. You'll get hurt. Just call the clones. Just call the clones. Hey, uh, sure, sure. I'm gonna call the clones. I'm also for me. just I'm, call them. I'm gonna take I'm taking this. And he picks up some kind of ornamental looks like like a fire poker maybe like a thing to like move around the coals or something is there something like better that she should have don't take my peppo stick i got that from my father i'll bring it back and i'll bring your babies back <laughs> my babies she's got her hands on her face on either side of that butt chin thing oh, just thinking about her babies I'll, I'll get your babies back did you see anything i was i, I was asleep it must have happened over the overnight yeah, well, I gotta get some kind of lead before I storm out of here and kill him. Oh, look, I found... Come here, I found this. And she takes you to the broken-in window, and there is a little bit of blood on the window, and... There's a little piece... I'm gonna flip a light side point. There's a little piece of fabric, mm -hmm. and it's got some words on it, I think. Oh, okay. Do you want to tell me what it says? Yeah, it's actually a, a patch. Yeah, that's what I thought. Somebody's name. A little like a, yeah. like a mechanic would wear. And it says Broncus. Broncus. Do I know a Broncus? Flipping my dark side over because you don't know a Broncus. How many Broncuses could there be? I had a neighbor named Broncus back when I lived on Malastare. Nobody's going to follow you to Coruscant to steal your babies. Might have. They're very valuable. I find that pretty hard to believe. I've been collecting them for years. A valuable things. Uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll if I can if I can get them back, I will. Thank you, John Chondagas. Yeah, no, no problem. You're gonna call the police, though, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. And I'll give your your stick back. Be careful. I'll I'll be real careful with your pogo stick. Don't don't you worry. <laughs> I look at it. Is it a weapon? Yes, it's a, it's an old. It looks like a gaffy stick. Okay, John Chondagas leaves. He's he's seen enough <laughs> here. All right, you head back out into the garden square behind your apartment. What's John Sean Dogg's next move? Broncus. She's just looking at it. Yeah, it's a patch. White with blue around the edges and Broncus in blue. Broncus. It's like um, something that a mechanic or some sort of work person would do. How many neighbors does he have? Four or three? He's got a lot of neighbors. But how many neighbors does he share the back thing with? Four. He's gonna go and knock on four to six. He's yeah. gonna go and knock on another door. He's not quite as angry now. His anger has subsided. He still is going to kill Broncus. Person who lives on the other side from you is Jim Sack. Jim Sack? Yeah. He's an authorian. You guys call him Jim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hammerhead. Hammerhead. He wraps the stick on Jim Sack's door. Jim Sack opens up the door. 
Hey, uh, so what's going on? He just opens it just a little bit. How's it going, Jim Sachs? I'm uh, kind of busy now. Anything get taken from you last night? Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, same, same with me, and same with Tammy over there. Tammy, oh, oh, yeah, she's something. Yeah, this I got a big mess to clean up in here. Uh, what'd they take from you? Um, they took a a signed, uh, a signed uh, hollow photo of of an actor that I like. Does this name tag mean anything to you? He shows them the Broncus. Broncus. No, I mean that kind of looks like one of the name tags they wear down at the garage, over on Izzy's Road. But I, I don't know. Those it looks, it just looks like a normal name tag. So you don't know anybody named Broncus? I don't know. I don't know no Broncus. Hey, uh, let me borrow your car. Let me um, borrow your truck. No. Well, uh, you want your signed photo back, don't you? Yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and do that though. You don't have to go. You don't have to go out of your way or anything. Well, you want to come with me? No. You don't want to see me kill a guy named Broncus? I don't want to see anybody kill anybody. Well, it's your loss. Don't don't kill anybody. Broncus is as good as dead. Don't do that. It's uh, that's that that like betrays the way the ways of life. Yeah, it betrays the way of his life. No, you, maybe you should come in. We got. We should. We should discuss this. We. You need to. You need to open yourself up. Uh, this this is this is not the way to do things. Well, you know, Jim Sachs, we could uh, discuss this on the ride over to Dango's, or I'll just I'll just walk over there. It's all right. I'm not coming with you. I don't like you very much. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. The feelings the feelings not mutually exclusive. Do you need anything else? Can you go? Yeah, I'm I'm out of here. Bye. Okay. Bye. Closes the door. Maybe he doesn't close it, he just watches you walk away. Alright, well, John Chondagas is gonna head over to Dango's. Okay. Gabby's stick, he's got his boots, mm -hmm. in his bathrobe. In, <laughs> in his bathrobe? Yeah, he's still in his bathrobe. Okay, so you head out onto Camp Road, make a left, make another left on Andron Way. You're passing by a bunch of warehouses where some young artists have taken up residence and turned them into studios and stuff. John Chondagas doesn't doesn't know what they do. Uh, some kind of new thing. I don't know how anybody makes any money doing that. <laughs> yeah. And so you head down Andron Way past Dalgu Street, passes his road, and find your way to Dongo's garage on the left. The front garage is open. They have two speeders in there that they've got up on the racks there. There are a couple of mechanics there working. There's a front area where it's like a waiting room kind of thing with a desk. Mm-hmm. John Chondagas walks into the kind of center opening of the garage, uh -huh. and he holds his stick over his head, and he screams the name Broncus as loud as he can. One of the mechanics jolts up really fast, and you hear a loud clang on metal as his head hits the bottom of the spear. And another guy was filling air in some sort of hydraulic thing in the speeder, and you hear the hiss of air from a hose as he just sort of drops it and looks at you. Chanchan Doggis was hoping one of them might start running. <laughs> no <laughs> such luck. Then you would know who to chase. A door in the back of the garage opens and a whippet comes out. What is that? Is that a little thing? The whippet is uh, about eight feet tall. It's a very large face. Yeah, really sort of ugly scoop, things. Scoop shaped and they've got a couple tusks coming out of the front. Mm -hmm. They're wearing a white 
short sleeve button-up shirt with a small tie. And they've got a little patch on the, the chest of their white short sleeve button-up mm-hmm. with their name on it. And their name is? And their name is Goron. Goron? G-O-R-U-N. Goron. What's all the noise? Get back to work. You're going to tell me where Bork- Bronchus is right now. Bronchus. You want to talk about Bronchus? That guy, this guy's got something on mine, and he's gonna die. Yeah, not if I find him first. You tell me you don't know where Bronchus is. No, I don't know where Bronchus is. Hold on, you're scaring the customers. Come into my office. Alright, lead the way. You walk through the door, it is a very small hallway with like a bathroom and some lockers and stuff, and he pulls you into his office. It's very small, very tight. There's a desk with a chair on either side. You see photos on his desk of a, a small whippet and that you assume would be this person's child. A disposable calendar on the wall. And um, Have a seat. So, how do you know Bronchus? His eyes go wide and angry. Pretty sure that guy stole the most important thing there is in the world to me. Yeah, yeah he does that. Alright, I'm going to need you to do something for me. I'm going to need you to describe Broncos for me. I'm going to do my best to do a uh, police sketch of this guy. <laughs> okay. What, are you some kind of artist? Well, uh, well, no, not really. But i got to find him, and this is the best way I can think of. Alright, uh, Broncos is, uh, it's like seven and a half feet tall. Right. He's, uh, he's got dark, oily, oily skin. Okay. Big black eyes, uh, wide mouth. It's got kind of this like uh, double chin thing. It's pretty strong. Uh, I haven't seen many many people like him around. I say he's bald. It's got sort of a protuberance-ish head. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, no nose. Well, maybe he's got a nose. It might be on like the back of his neck. I don't know. Don't get, didn't get much of a look at the back of his neck. I mean, wait, who who are you? Why are you, why are you asking me about this guy? You're not the cops. Has he got any ears on his head? No ears. Oh, that's interesting. No neck either. Oh, all right. Got some arms and legs, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, one, two, two of each. Standard. Has he got any uh any uh, noticeable scars or anything? Uh, none that I've seen. All right. I don't know what this guy is. But I got some kind of drawing getting started. <laughs> he's, uh, he's an ugly guy, isn't he? This is, he's, he's not attractive. Does this drawing look anything like him? That's not bad. That's not, that's not the worst. He's got some... You got some skill there. Oh, thanks. You one of those people up at the, the warehouse? Heck no, I'm not. Yeah, I don't get them. I don't get them at all. Tight pants. Got a little name tag. He's probably got a... Why do you think he'd be wearing his, his work uniform to rob my house? He's not the brightest guy. Well, if you rob my house, you probably aren't. Where do you think I can find this guy? Uh, he used to live nearby, but they, they tore his house down and built some new apartments. Oh yeah, this suit's a one-piece for sure. <laughs> yeah, you noticed that the, um, the people working in the garage were wearing jumpsuits. They're kind of like blue or something. Yeah, like a bluish gray. 
Alright, I have no idea what this Bronchus guy is or what species he even is, but I think I got what I need. So you haven't heard anything about, uh, did he leave anything here when he quit or when he was fired? No, he took things. That's, that's it. He, he robbed us and left. And, uh... We filed a report with the, the clones, but, you know, the clones. Yeah, you're wasting your time. He didn't have, like, a locker around here or anything. Yeah, his locker was right outside. I'm gonna take a look real quick. Yeah, be my guest. John Sean Doggis. Locker number 42. Goes and takes a look at locker number 42. There's no stuff in the locker, but there's a little... There's some papers on the door. Yeah, Marcus uh, likes paper, does he? One of them is a menu. Let's take a look at this menu. Yeah. Uh, I know, this place is pretty close. Yeah, it is pretty close. And the place is? That's a great question. It's, um... Is it, uh, some place that makes the best, uh, fried noodlers? No, they, it's, uh, it's seafood. Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's a decent little five-ball place around the corner. It is called Bron Bronctoni Bival Cuisine. Bronctoni? Bronctoni what? Bival Cuisine. Bival. Well, i never been to this place, but... If that's where Broncus is, that's where I'm going. Yeah, it's that. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, weird alien food. You're you're into normal, normal people food. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, I I like normal food. It's fish. Who eats a fish? Fish isn't even meat. All right. Well, any is there, is there anything else in the locker? That is taped on the inside, and uh, there are a couple of pennies in the bottom. Star Wars pennies in the bottom corner. Uh, I'm not taking these pennies. These are these are probably dirty pennies. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of dirt in this locker. Oil smears and stuff. This guy's gross. Well, better go kill him. <laughs> so, uh, John Dongus. John Dongus? <laughs> John, John Dongus leaves, and he's gonna head over to Brocktoni Bival Cuisine. Brocktoni Bival Cuisine. It's really right around the corner. You just take, you go straight, you take a left out of Dongos. Was it Dongo? Dongu? Dongo. Take a left out of Dongos, walk a block and a half, make another left, and it's halfway down this block. Yeah. It's right on Famba Avenue. Yep. Did you take that menu with you? It's probably got a little map on it. Yeah, I took it with him. Yeah. Left the locker wide open. Mm-hmm. Goron saw you out. Didn't want you back in the lockers without supervision. You stand behind you the whole time. But yeah, so you leave, you take the couple lefts, and you make it to Bronctoni Bible Cuisine. Bomba Avenue, it's it's midday, the street's pretty busy. There's a lot of construction vehicles coming and going, bringing in materials and stuff for the future forward galactic apartments that are going up. Yeah, um, John Shondagas uh, sees, sees some guys he knows. Yeah. He's a little embarrassed that he's out in his bathrobe, but he's on a warpath. Yeah. They've seen him do that. They've seen him do this before. Yep. They, they especially they, the time they drive by shaking. Yeah. The, yeah. The, shaking their heads. This is this is not uh, that different from the uh, the incident. The incident. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah, he's just walking down the street. He's uh -huh. got his basically his gaffy stick. Yeah. His bathrobe and menu in hand, and uh, yeah, does he? So he arrives. He arrives at Bronctoni Bible Cuisine. 
It is between a small tailor um, that looks like it may have recently gone out of business and a newly opened artist supply store. He he's gonna. I'm sure. I'm, I'm assuming the door kind of like swings in. Yeah, the door swings in. The whole front of it. There's some glass windows, but they're um, blocked out with with screens. And as you go in, there's like a screen that covers that area of the restaurant where people are eating from the part place where the host is. There's a little sign that says, please wait to be seated. John Doggis <laughs> opens the door and takes a look around. Um, so you see the screen to your left. It's partially transparent. You can see there are a couple people eating at tables. There's somebody standing at the host station waiting for you to approach. They're looking down at a menu or something. Looking around that screen, there are some tables set up. There's a little bar in the back where you could probably sit. There's a glass divider between where you would eat and where people are cooking away. Steamy kitchen back there. John John Doggis holds up his police sketch Mm -hmm. and just looks around the room trying to see if there's anybody that matches his police sketch. No luck. Uh, He turns the police sketch around facing towards the uh, host or hostess that would see him. Mm Mm-hmm. And just walks towards them, but puts a picture in their face. The host is a bivol. They've got they've got eyes on little stalks on either side of their head, sort of a beaky thing in the front of their face, and a big orangish reddish crest that goes from the front of their head to the back. Fairly skinny person wearing what you assume is the sort of the uniform for a server at this place. They look at the sketch. They look at you say can i help you have you seen this man that sketch i don't know what that sketch is this guy goes he goes by the name of bronchus um i don't i don't think i know bronchus will, will you be dining alone today i'll be i'll be dining on bronchus today he's gonna die that that looks like i don't want to say what that looks like it looks like a is a sausage wearing a jumpsuit. Yeah, that's, that's Broncus. He's a sausage. Where's the jumpsuit? And he stole from me, and he's he's pushing me too far. If you want sausage, we have nice calamari sausage in the back. We can, we can order it to go. I don't, I don't want a sausage unless it's in a jumpsuit, and it's missing a name tag that says Broncus. Broncus. Um, let me go in the back and ask my boss if we know a sausage named Broncus. And the Bible walks around the screen into the back. While there, while he's in the back, John Shondagus, he's kind, of, he's kind of stretch, he's stretching, he's trying to limber up, he's taking this stick, and he's doing kind of like batter, warm-up swings. <laughs> There's not a lot of space here. He, he, he knocks over the please uh, wait to be seated sign by accident with his swing. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he likes his stick pretty good. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a useful uh, skewer. Is there anything else you want to do while this person's not here? He's gonna walk back to the kitchen to to take a look in, into like the uh, the steamy kitchens. He 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 can kind of see that nobody out front looks like Broncus, but he hasn't seen in the back. Yeah, you walk towards the back of the restaurant. As you get close to the kitchens, this bivol comes up and it's like, "No, you can't come back here." And they start pushing on your bathrobe shoulders to try and get you to walk back to the front. John Chandagas just keeps kind of walking. He They're very of, weak. Yeah. So you, you 
they start pushing on you and it barely registers as pushing and yeah. you just keep walking to the back. Yeah, he doesn't you can't really come notice. Back here. He doesn't really notice them this at all. This is kitchen. And you walk back to the kitchen where you see a bival cutting up some fish. You see a Mon Calamari cutting up some squid and throwing it into a pot. Uh, it's all very steamy back here. There's refrigerators, there's hot pans and plates and stuff. And you see a very large person with oily black skin wearing a an apron and pulling something out of a deep fryer. Oh, so so this is this is where a sausage is made. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Thanks to Doug for playing on these episodes. You can find Doug's art at DougCEpperhart.com and follow him on Instagram at Doug.Epperhart. Our music is by Mark Eberhart and Nick Scourin. You can find Nick's music at pro-am.bandcamp.com. And thank you to our new patrons on Patreon. Thank you, MRT3A. Thank you, Scarif Scuttlebutt Podcast. And thank you, Tony Eberhardt. You can find us on social media at Coruscant Night on Twitter. And you can email us at CoruscantNightsPod at gmail.com. Love the show and want to show your support? Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or visit our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash Coruscant Later this month, we'll be putting out a questions and answers episode. So if you have any questions for me as a GM, our players, or the characters they play, make sure to send them to us on Twitter hop on our Discord server, or send them to us by email. We look forward to reading your questions on air. And finally, the last exciting news of the day, CoruscantKnights.com is now fully operational. You can find more info about the show, our players, and the people behind it, along with a one-stop listening spot for all of our episodes. Check it out at CoruscantKnights.com.